campers. Welcome to the Camp Good Boy podcast. Straight out of La Quinta, California. (laughs) You got that La Quinta glow. Why? You know, I'm very happy to see that everyone, all the counselors, have all their limbs. Nothing got blown off uh, this weekend. Do you know anybody? Have you ever known anyone that got like their finger blown off? No, I no, I don't. Do you? I know uh, David Pellins, if you're listening, a childhood friend. (laughs) We went to Myrtle Beach, and we weren't allowed to get fireworks because. One of the family friends that was there's brothers, I got shot out by a firework or something. Oh, got it. So, David, if you're listening. <laughs> oh, shout out to Rest- David. Yeah. Hey, I, listen, people are hit, people hit me up out of the woodworks on Facebook that like I haven't yeah. talked to in fucking 30 years. You got one of those for me, too. I was like, whoa, I had to get a, I had to get a hold of you, I think, on Saturday night. Oh, I yeah. Had a very vivid dream. Oh, yeah, yeah. With you in it. So, yeah, uh, let's, so we should just get right into it. I, I, honestly, it was just like, I don't even remember. I just remembered ending in Maui and we were really happy. Like the yeah. Maui sequence of the dream was really specific, but it was, it was a very vivid dream with Brandon and I called him and it went to his voicemail and he texted me. He's like, I'm, I'm at the movies. I'm at the movies. I'll call you afterwards. I'm like, Oh, okay. Uh, but then we called and I talked briefly. I was fucking drunk by the time he called me back, but it was in La Quinta. Uh, I, 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 I thought you were sounded very sort of together. And, I was um, together, but you know that's the beauty of La Quinta. You just sort of drink right. a margarita every hour mm-hmm. for like fifteen hours, yeah. and you're in the sun combined so with that 112 degrees. Oh yeah. yeah, so you're just like you're in a zone, right? But I actually find that too when I'm out in like Palm Springs or vacation. It's a different drunk. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're trying to like yeah. cram it all into like oh the night's starting it's nine p.m. Yeah, like we got right. till one or whatever or four depending upon what tie after hours spot you went to. <laughs> right. Uh, but it's kind of just like you're just chilling. You're not like you're not chasing like yeah. you're not chasing down your coke deal no, like, yeah, no, there's you're no not, chase yeah, no. there's no after hours club you're just chilling in your villa yeah. with the air conditioning at like insane insane low levels mm-hmm. like and there's Arctic. no hangover I mean, it's a vacation hangover mm-hmm. there's really no you, you feel, you you just feel jump fun in the pool. yeah that's yeah. the thing yeah, why is golf. that a lot of saltwater pools I, I think, feel like that must be the vibe right I mean I don't know they said it was a saltwater pool I find when I swim in a saltwater pool there is no such thing or your hangover just seems to go away either that or the, or the second you hit poolside you you know you hit the bar you're like let me get that you know 9 a.m. 9 30 a.m. margarita no salt i think because like you just said it when you're when you're going out and let's say you're in you know new orleans or wherever the fuck you are in new york yeah. you gotta like get the uber you gotta meet somewhere you gotta meet the group somewhere you gotta meet, go meet them do some of them then you gotta go to another place then not, there's yeah. this constant fucking moving around you get home you fall, fall asleep you wake up you're fucking nung over totally yeah. in vacation you're just sitting <laughs> yeah you're not like meeting people there's no pressure for anything yeah you're just drinking and sitting and like talking and laughing with friends yeah if you're like, in the movie cocktail it. you might be talking to the dad from 90210 <laughs> he might be yeah totally he might be at the bar What's that? That, actor, that actor's name is James Eckhouse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, God, he was in a lot of random. Yeah, movies. but that was like that was a nice cameo. Yeah. And I guess they were just casting nine hundred two one zero. We're just like, <laughs> get me that guy, not Tom Cruise. Who's the guy with the killer smile right there? Well, he sounds like he could play a normal the, dad. The camera loved him in Cocktail because they show him yeah. Yeah, like seven times. It's like yeah. it's, they love this fucking. The camera, wait, the camera what bar, does. What love bar him. does he show up? To in that one is that when they're working at the the most happening TGI Fridays no, in the history? Uh, no, it's, it's on 
vacation. Jamaica. Oh, it's, oh, that's Jamaica. right. That's right. When he owns his little uh, tiki. I, I would like to know more about the dad of 902 and all his character because he's probably down there. He's probably like a sex tourist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> like if you could just get a little bit more into that char- that guy's little character. Because you're on. So Elizabeth Shute comes up. Brian Brown comes up. He's with his wife. And then there's another couple there. He, the dad from uh, he's, not definitely he's not with he's anybody. By himself. He's and he loves. Himself. And he's also the most engaged in Tom Cruise's tricks. <laughs> like yeah, he's yeah. very. When they do the bet where he's like, I can get that chick down there, and they're like, Really? And he really like when Brian Brown is speaking, like the the, the guy from Beverly Hills Nine Two and Oh, he's like, Oh my God, speak, tell me more. This guy's yeah. a genius. He's into it. Yeah, big time. <laughs> What the hell is that guy's name? Coglin. He's, he's a dick. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't care. Get, get away from me. He's I know, like, like, he commits suicide in that movie. I'm like, thank God. Yeah. You don't want this guy. He's a toxic influence in your life. He there. really is. And he, uh, yeah, he's just a, he's a total asshole. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, he's terrible. Annoying. You should, well, really you know, annoying. I'm immediately suspicious of him, too, in that movie because he drinks, they make a big thing of him, like, Breaking the eggs into the beer. It's just like, oh, who is this guy? Yeah, no. And if he's, he keeps giving you advice, it'd be like, wait, 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 wait. What the fuck have you accomplished in your life? You barked out at a TGI Friday. Yeah. Yes, yes, he does. Where's this knowledge come from? Wow, I mean, you know, the t- well, because he can really put on a show at TGI. That is the most, ha- like, I think now I understand why when I was growing up and I ever I saw a TGI Friday, I said, like, oh, God, I really want, I got to get in there. Mm-hmm. You know, because Cocktail presents it as, you know, it's literally the like. The hottest bar. It's like Dorian's on crack. I mean, if, I rewatched that movie recently. They got the red checked uh, tablecloths, like the the chicks and their Lily Pulitzer. They're like, oh my god, you're hysterical. Yeah. yeah. What w- was TGI Fridays like? An, a bar before it was like a chain? Is it like because now Dorian's know. is kind of a chain, or like That's PJ true. Clark's like has multiple. Locations was TJ was that like the first TJ Fridays and maybe it was kind of uh, maybe like a, I don't know a place for like TJ Fridays origins cokehead degenerate <laughs> and Coughlin and Coughlin yeah and Coughlin um, that, and that was by the way that's the whole theme of that movie I'm you know it's funny that that movie seems to have like slipped back into the zeitgeist quietly recently like yeah. I've seen some T-shirts with cocktails and dreams on them oh yeah but. I'm, I, when I will go back and watch that movie, it's literally it's like two guys who spend the whole movie just being like, "We're fucking poor. Let's just fuck the hottest. Let's get a hot rich chick." And basically, Coglin manages that. Mm-hmm. Like later, it's a very weird. Movie. Wait, and doesn't Coglin like screw one of Tom Cruise's girlfriends just to prove that he could? Yeah, Gina yes, immediately. Gina Gershon, yeah, yeah. And, he, and, and Tom Cruise like rapes Gina Gershon. <laughs> There's like a yeah. really violent sex. I mean, he doesn't actually, but like right. you think he is. But it's almost on par with the uh, with the Michael Douglas Gene triple horn sex yeah. and Basic Instinct, which yeah. is like really. Oh yeah, rough. that's very very, very rough. rough. I mean, she's rough. not she's game, <laughs> but it's rough. But it's rough. Yeah. So the first TGI Fridays was in uh, New York City, Upper East Side. Oh, oh there wow. you go. So um, maybe it was like a hot spot. I, I, I that movie so. probably like got some guy was like, "We're gonna franchise this, yeah. Mickey. I'm gonna make you a millionaire." Yeah, probably. Well, I mean, it is. I think it's a great nickname for a bar. Like, oh, have you been to Fridays up on the Upper East Side? Oh, it's fucking sick. Do you uh, coke in the bathroom. Oh yeah, it's the best. <laughs> and now it's doing co- now doing coke in a T- now doing coke in the bathroom in a TGI Fridays would make you the biggest low life ever. Uh, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Uh, depending on what. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. or it's the coolest. <laughs> no, like, uh, no, 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 let's no. go to TJ Fridays. I just got a huge bag. I just got an eight ball. They have a great bathroom for doing coke in. Oh, man, <laughs> no, just a group of 55-year-old guys like, yo, we're going out hard tonight. Where are we going? We go, TGI Fridays. I got, a, I got a bag. I got an eight ball. Eight ball of some Give me a chocolate martini. <laughs> you know, that would be cool if TGI Fridays secret thing, like the like the animal style at In-N-Out, or just one of those like secret little things, was that the bathrooms had like those silver things like in the in the stalls like we're, we're just great for doing coke on the yeah. you're like why am i every time i'm on a tj friday do they have these like <laughs> great things it was just like a little secret <laughs> nod to the og one <laughs> and like oh, literally God. tj friday's was a good place they to go the, do coke they, they, had the, they, had, they had those silk they had those silver um they had those silver um uh like tray things and dorians because yeah. i remember this once because i was literally doing blow off the back of the toilet and the door bursts open and it was a guy, it was a cop mm-hmm. and the cop goes, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, oh fuck. And then I'm waiting for him to be like, you're under arrest or you're busted. And he goes, why are you doing the fucking cocaine off the back of the toilet? What do you want to get hepatitis? Give me that shit. <laughs> and then he just took my bag and then like threw out a ton of blow. I'm like this like silver tray And then this New York cop Just was like Hoovered it all Like did, it wasn't even Didn't even bother It was very like Benicio Del Toro And Savages <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've seen it oh, oh, oh yeah. god yes But in that Like like Del Toro He just like He doesn't He just takes Massive like inhale, it, Like he inhales Like it's like a vacuum cleaner There's no like Art to the line mm. um, And this <laughs> And this uh, cop That's what he did It was just like He just tossed out Basically my entire bag And then inhaled it all uh, he, And he walks Wait. You fucking idiot You're gonna get Fucking hepatitis man The art of the line <laughs> Yeah that The is. art of the line With Nick Scott Like <laughs> There was no art To his line Like That is a great saying Yeah There really was There was no art To his line Just I'm just picturing The most like Just rough Just piles And chunks of cocaine <laughs> At TGI uh, Fridays was originally a cocktail bar, uh, which main purpose was to help people get laid. Oh, oh there you go. What was there, the, there you go. Oh, was it just as opposed to um, any other bar? Yeah, like that, Friday, yeah. That, that is, is against you getting laid <laughs> before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> before TGI Fridays, four single twenty-five-year-old girls were not going out on Friday nights in public and with each other to have a good time. That's, huh? That's what weird. year was this? Wait, wait, what year? Um, yep. The seventies. Oh, what? 70s. Yeah, the seventies singles. Well, I mean, New York was dangerous. I guess that's true. I mean, but I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, what do I so, know? So what TGA, do I, uh, I know TGA Fridays created a safe atmosphere <laughs> for, for single women to get preyed upon. <laughs> they went to people's apartments for cocktail parties. They might go to a real restaurant for a date or somebody's birthday. Like, think about it in like a Woody Allen movie. They're always having apartment parties. Right. Know? So maybe that was like a thing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, careful about the Woody Allen reference. Who knows? Who knows? It is interesting. Apartments. Like, <laughs> if you, I mean, this will be a deep cut, but if any of you seen the Diane Keaton film uh, Searching for Mr. Goodbar. Oh, Oh God, yeah, that movie is so crazy. Tom Berenger, <laughs> yeah, is like it's fucking a, you got Tom Berenger, yeah. yeah. And it, it is essentially like she goes out to bars by herself to kind of like explore her sexuality mm. and just gets like, I mean, she gets preyed upon by like Berenger, yeah, uh, sure, uh, Richard Gere, possibly. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, uh, Berenger is is a <laughs> dirt bag. <laughs> but so that really you know there might type, be, apparently. I think there might be something to that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so that is great. So kudos to TJ Fridays for making women feel safe to find. Find a safe place for women to get preyed upon. Yeah, no, just get them. No, literally, clearly, because they're they're like it's really hard. We just gotta like you know get them together, like cat, yeah. put them in one place, and we'll know yeah. where. Because clearly, they are. clearly, Dorian's wasn't a safe. <laughs> no, <clearly. laughs> no, yeah, Robert Chambers, uh, Robert Chambers put the kibosh on yeah. that. And I don't believe that Tom Cruise would like hang out with this like 
older, like totally nondescript, like annoying dude. Yeah, no, it's a very bizarre relationship. <laughs> like, also, wait, there's like a there's like a bar, there's like a bartender scout at the bar. Is like, I need you guys. You got to come yeah. visit uh, the bartender. Uh, right. 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 like, you guys, this, I, got, I own the hottest <laughs> club in the city, but I'm here at a TGI Fridays for you two. There's a lot of wacky. It's stuff like in that he's movie. recruiting. And bartender. by the way, what hot? Like, when have you ever been to like Tunnel and seen like the bartenders throwing their <laughs> no, bottles yeah. around? Or also, he's like, I, I own the hottest club, but it's down. By like Wall Street, <laughs> yeah, it's like very random. Also, yeah, I own the hottest club. Like TGI Fridays is packed right now. Like I don't know, yeah. like, that guy can barely get to the bar at that point. He's like literally pushing his way through. He's like, come on, come here. Oh, and like the whole club just like being enamored with their like <laughs> bar a- bartender acrobatics. Oh, and the poetry. Like, nope. In oh, the, yeah, oh, the poetry. poetry slam. Now, what poetry is slam. that? <laughs> no, that literally that whole movie should just be called Cocktail mm. AKA Logic Issues. <laughs> It's literally, I mean, you could pick that thing apart, which is what, what's great about oh, it. Oh, God. Yeah. No, but it's so enjoyable right from the opening shot when, like, Tom Cruise's, like, army buddies stop the Greyhound, like, on the middle of the turnpike. Yeah. They're like, go get your dreams. Yep. Go be a bartender. It's, we love you. It's so funny. Yeah, he's on this He's on this bus. You think he's going to be an actor? No, he becomes going <laughs> to be a bartender. I mean, when really, he pours it, right? Logically, you'd be like, I'm going to be an actor. But then you become a bartender. But then he becomes a bartender, and it's like Coughlin. Coughlin's like, I'm going to take you under my wing, young man. And then just, why? Yeah, and also, like, yeah, I feel like Tom Cruise would be getting more opportunities than just, <laughs> you should come work at my bar. It would be like, you should come, it would be like, you should come, like, be in this, uh, this tentpole film no. franchise. <laughs> I got scripted on uh, an hey, Air Force I'm, My name's Jerry Bruckheimer. Uh, this is my buddy Don Simpson. Uh, we're making an Air, Air Force movie. You need to be the biggest star in the world. But yeah, so come, you know, so give us a call when you don't want to, you know, if, if, if cocktails too doesn't work out. But one thing cocktail <laughs> did, so but true. one thing cocktail did give us is like the classic white guys playing basketball trope. Like that was like literally one of the first That's true. movies I see where, first of all, I never saw these basketball, I barely ever saw basketball courts one or people playing on them too growing up in New York City. But like that was the first one where Coughlin, Coughlin and, and uh, Cruz are like playing basketball. Yep. And Cruz hoops. hits like eight shots in a row. Throwing hoops. And I'm like, oh, man, this is like a precursor to Along Came Polly. Yep. But uh, these guys are a couple white guys playing basketball. And that's when Coughlin's basically like makes him the bet yeah. that he's going to fuck Gina Gershon, yep. basically. Right. Also, and I like big. Uh, that, that would not work in today's like <laughs> betting over like who can oh fuck God, a girl yeah, first. Really. Or, and then, also, or also like, believe nah. me, I can imagine the executive notes being like, and, because, and they would be right, rightfully so. It'd be like, if that guy showed up later on in in Jamaica like he does and like he's like oh what are you doing here Coglin you old you old scoundrel you let me make you a pina colada instead yeah. of be like I'll fucking kill you like the last time I saw you you literally told me you were gonna go fuck my girlfriend who you could tell that I liked yeah right right and you're basically like don't oh. do that and he's like yes I'm going to do that but he does it to prove yeah, that she's thing. kind of a bad yeah, exactly. bad baby yeah, yeah. and um, if he hadn't done it he never would have met Elizabeth Shue but then he's also isn't Tom Cruise still making bets at that tropical bar about <laughs> yes, getting girls numbers and yes, stuff yeah, like that quick, <laughs> so he has yes. a, he's obviously he's I mean, mid, the, he's the whole, mid arc he's yeah. mid arc at that he has an arc oh, Oh, he goes back and Elizabeth's shoe is just like, how could you do that? He's like, you can understand, the guy lays down a dare. You got to take yeah. the dare. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to the guys playing basketball, the big, big came along and was just like, we're going to up the genre with handball. 
Oh, yeah. John oh, Hurt yeah. and Tom Tanks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, John Hurt's such a baby in that movie. <laughs> He's good boy, though. I was like, I John, Hurt's yeah. John, John Hurt is great. John Hurt is great. What is so Rest special about Baskins? I love He's not having <laughs> any of it. it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, man. This is the cocktail pot. just... Totally. Well, listen. I mean, it's it's. I mean, well, what else are you gonna watch? The new Bo, the new Bo Burnham Mope special, oh, yeah. Mope musical. <laughs> listen, when cocktail comes Jesus. on these days, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta like, I gotta slow down and watch. I mean, Dude, a couple I, of these, a couple of these eighty movies. Like, uh, uh, I watched Lethal. I watched Lethal Weapon one and two last night. Oh, it's um, a, as a nod to Richard Donner. A little bit of a nod to Richard Donner, sure. Mm. But I was completely swept up in it. I mean, it was just. Uh, Something so nostalgic. Superman. Have, I mean, I, I love Superman. Oh, Lethal Weapon. Last night I did Lethal Weapon and Lethal Weapon Two. Oh wow, yeah. I was just I, I enjoyed Lethal Weapon so much that I was like, shit, I'm just gonna watch another one. Right. You know, I didn't I didn't expect Lethal Weapon to go because the first one's really dark. Yeah. Mel yeah. Gibson has a, a gun in his mouth, mm-hmm. ready to fucking kill himself. But then like. The fourth one has like Chris Rock and Joe Pesci. Yeah, it's I like can't a, go like a past, joke for a minute. Yeah, I can't go past two. Like for whatever. <laughs> Wait. Like, Lethal Weapon three. Law. I like. I, I like. I couldn't do Lethal Weapon three. Is Leith, is Joe Pesci? Is he the one that's like okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. okay? Whatever, I mean, they just saw the dollar want. signs. Leo that, gets get it. Leo gets. Yeah. I mean, they're all at the drive through. They're all great, but I mean, that first one is really, really dark. At least with Die Hard, I mean, the tone at least with the first three is pretty much on. They don't really stray too far from it. No, but I, you know, if you watch like *Lethal Weapon*, you could tell like clearly. I feel like uh, when they went on to, because I remember, I remember reading this. You know, the guy who got writing credit for *Lethal Weapon* two, Jeffrey Bohm, who what a fucking summer he had. That was summer '89. He wrote *Lethal Weapon* two. He got credit for that, and he got credit for *Last Crusade*. Mm. Um, so, I mean. That's a pretty good summer. Uh, yeah, that is nice. And uh, mm. but I, you know, but Shane Black. I mean, I had read that Shane Black, uh, the original Lethal Weapon two script was like as even darker than the uh, first one. Got it. And that might have included Martin Riggs getting killed at the end. I think he was like. Riggs has got to get killed. And, and everyone's like, like what mm-hmm. the fuck? He's like, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Did you see the numbers? That's yeah, sorry, buddy. Yeah. Wait, so is, wasn't it, was it a pitch that Shane Black sold, or was it the script? I think it was the script, and he sold it for, what, like $4 million bucks. No, but I like, feel like that was Long Kiss Goodnight, right? Oh, uh, right. But, no, right. That was $5 million, apparently. Yeah. Like, Lethal Weapon, I think he got a cool mill, but maybe. But it's weird, because yeah. as great as Lethal Weapon is, it's not that big of a concept. It's just two cops. Right? Yeah, no. But the di- it's, you know, it's funny. It, you know, it's the, the 80s, though. I mean, I don't know. It's dialogue that I had you I like now it feels like you're so used to that dialogue, but I feel like when that movie come like the back and forth between the two guys, like it's pretty, no, it, it's pretty funny shit. I it mean, is. But great. back then, if you could just fill a hundred pages with words, you were there. Were the the money was there. I, for oh the yeah, thing. yeah. And, and, and when I got into screenwriting, that was like the my concept of what it was. Like right. If you could, because mm-hmm. I heard about this kid who sold a screenplay that I went to high school with, and he got paid eighty thousand dollars, and I was like. Wait, what? You just do that? So I was just like, oh, I guess you can just do that if you can just do it. And it actually turned out that that kid was lying. He, it was a story that he told. Ah. It was a lie. He's dead now. Oh, rest, rest in peace. Shit, rest in but peace. But I got inspired to write my first screenplay based on a lie that somebody told. Great. Hey, I mean, it works. Great. It works, yeah, right? It works sometimes. It works, guys. Yeah. yeah, they sometimes, you know, you got to like fake but it till you make it. But the idea that if you could just, if you could fill the pages with 
words. That was all you needed to do. Oh, basically, yes. That was my first like two months in Hollywood where I moved here, and I was literally like, okay, look, I got it all figured out. I'm gonna write a script, and I will sell it uh, for about a million dollars in. I'd say let's 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 give me six months. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that never didn't really pan out that way. <laughs> and now it's like somebody asked me the other day. They were like, um, how did it all? You know, like how did how did it work out for you? I'm like, well, dude, uh, I'm still working, and just just you know, he's like. He, oh, he told me he had a plan. He's like, I got a three-year plan. It's like, you may want to add a couple years to your uh, three-year plan. Don't have a plan. Don't have yeah. a year plan. Well, that, yeah. that's the key. Well, that's the key. You just got to sort of make it up as you go along. Yeah. I mean, you got to, and you got to write some shit along the way, yeah. along the way too. But it's always hilarious to me. It's like sometimes people like David Lynch, somebody was quoting David Lynch on Twitter and he, David Lynch was like, basically you take 72 in 72, three by five cards, write, you know, 72 images or 72 thoughts and put it all together. And then you have yourself a whole movie. Wait, David, this is David Lynch. This David Lynch. Yeah. yeah. If you want to make a David David Lynch movie. Yeah, right, right, right. When yeah. you said date you, someone was quoting David Lynch on Twitter. I thought you were talking about like the donkey crosses the road and by the way, night and the no, sun comes no, down. No, no, nothing the, like that. I mean, getting screenplay advice from David Lynch. <sighs> yeah, that's yeah. Nah. Uh, dude, screenwriter Twitter. Screen, 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 I mean, screenwriter Twitter is one of the dark. I mean, like when I'm in a dark mood, that's where I go just to just to read the shit that people write. I'm like, these fucking people have no idea what the hell they're talking about, or if they do. It's a dark space. Yeah, very dark space. The, yeah, screen, the screen, the aspiring screenwriter wormhole is a dark, oh, dark I, space. Yeah, I, I, I followed like four on Instagram. I had to cut it down to one. There's just one that I just kind of like, just because they always show movie clips with like the script underneath it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Script, well, script notes, like the script notes is fun because they put on great fucking scenes and then I'm just yeah. like, oh, I just watched the scene. But screenplay yeah. advice from David Lynch, it's just, no. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't. That's no, no, I wouldn't it's, it's almost arrogant of him to give that because <laughs> yeah, it's like you know what you are, and David Lynch is an incredible filmmaker. But like you're David Lynch, you are a one, you are an enigma, <laughs> and like to give screenwriter advice from him is like it's a little arrogant because I mean, I his advice should just be like meditate, which he does. Do, oh yeah, but like, he's a big yeah. yoga guy. I, it's kind of I think it's kind of rude that he would be like just take seventy two cards and, and you know I mean it's just like what his seventy two cards are like a box with a mysterious key that unlocks somebody's <laughs> yeah, dream right, that right. doesn't make sense to drive us into the third act that makes even less sense. <laughs> right, yeah. Exactly. But, but it works because you're the guy that, that like owns that. Yeah. You know, no, not everybody can just like, if I wrote the screenplay for Blue Velvet and tried to sell it and Blue Velvet didn't exist, I would not sell that screenplay. No, probably not. <laughs> right, right. Uh, mean, but if like, you gave it to me about? to read, I'd be like, dude... <laughs> Wow. Yeah. This is impressive. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but fuck. <laughs> it would never happen. I love the guy right. with the bullet hole in his head just sort of hanging out in the living yeah, room. Yeah, in the ear. <laughs> God, could it be a finger? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, but speaking of fingers, though, um, I you know this I have to go back. You know, one of the nice things about being in La Quinta is it's like literally, I don't know what goes on in L.A. Like the week before the Fourth of July, the days after. I mean, it's clear that most people here really just want to like reenact 1980s Beirut. Speaking about the 80s, yeah, I mean, right, it's right. just like oh. it's like if I listen. Don't get me wrong; I enjoy a good fireworks show. If I look up in the sky and, and I see some stuff exploding. 
but like M80s, random low thudding. It's like <laughs> guys, like it's like concussion grenades. It's like what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, where's mm. Bernard Shaw when you need him? Yeah, <laughs> do some commentating for CNN. But like, it would be funny if like, like so if it was like Beirut and like the fireworks were kind of it was like guerrilla warfare. If like the authorities were combating each one with like <laughs> like water bombs or something, and so it was just like each time someone went up, there was just like this blast of water, and it was just this big like I mean, battle. It was Do you like remember big, fireworks like, being fire like this fight. in L.A.? Like back in the mid two thousands, has it always been like this? I honestly, I don't know because I, I, I really, I, it's all I, like I ever. I feel like it was two Fourth of Julys ago, maybe three, where I actually was here for the weekend, mm. and I was here for, th- and it was just, it just in so incredibly out of control. Wait, were there fireworks in La Quinta? Uh, no, there were some in Palm Desert, but like, uh, but that, but I was doing nighttime swimming because it was finally like, you know, enjoyable. It wasn't, I wasn't, you know, in a steam bath mm. and you know, it's, we, I, I, again, the, the, the joke to me about fireworks in California this year was it's like, I, we're like, li- like somebody wrote something I thought was really funny where it was like, happy birthday, America. Don't burn down California. Mm. I mean, it, it feels like. <laughs> There's kind of like a very end of timesy. We're running out of water feeling. A lot of these, a lot of these times. This is why I love the desert, though. You know, it's like everything in Palm Springs to La Quinta to Coachella to Indio. It's like all fucking powered by those giant windmills. Mm. They've all got the solar panels now. I mean, I have. I mean, I have. A, I know a couple guys who own a house out there in Palm Springs. They like don't spend and they have no electric bill. Like mm. the pool is powered by the like the pool is heated by in the in the winter by the solar panels. Right, right. So there are some elements that like that are positive about it. But when you're driving like that area, like from East LA, basically all the way to Palm Springs or and other desert cities, it's fucking dark. Yeah, yeah. There's not a whole lot going on. No, like no. But, but but by the way, just the concept of desert cities, it's oh, it's so <laughs> ominous and weird. Yeah. Like that exit, it's like uh, it's like Palm Springs and desert yeah, cities. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. Because like uh, desert hot springs is a fucking way, well, like a, a war zone. That's, yeah. a, that's a desert city. That's a desert city. Yeah. Indio, Coachella, El Centro. Oh, yeah. They're so <laughs> cathedral city. They're so spooky. Twenty nine palms. Palms. palms is so one of the fucking spooky. creepiest places ever. Yeah, I used to live there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. cousin lived there. I mean, that was one time. I was like, I, my brother and I were like, "Do you have a gun?" She's like, "Yeah." We were like, "Good." Yeah. No. It's it's uh, it's spooky. And those just like yeah, it, it is. We yeah, desert cities. It's yeah. very. It's very. But then weird. there's also uh, beach cities here and that. Yeah. Uh, beach cities. I can't wait to see these beach cities. They're all going to be beautiful. But um, yeah. Did you guys see this? But the Bo Burnham special. I have not seen inside yet. It didn't, yeah. it didn't hit with you. Yeah, well, I came to the conclusion that he is the Kurt Cobain for the for the TikTok <laughs> generation. Right. Like he is basically that for just this new generation. Right. Um, I thought it was. I think the man is very talented. I think that was my take. Where I was like, "Wow, like, good work." He's really talented. I couldn't really connect with like the message or just like the content, really, mm-hmm. like what he was talking about. Um, I liked it, Eighth Grade. I loved I liked, Eighth Grade. I, I thought Eighth yeah. Grade was great. I, he's a guy that I think I like more as a filmmaker. But he's good. Then he's, he's a good filmmaker. The thing he's good at it. Yeah. Uh, and the things that he did were were certainly innovative. But it was just the things I was seeing people were writing on Instagram. I was like, this is just teed up to be. <laughs> 
uh, the jock of the year. Yeah. yeah but right, is right. he really like anxiety ridden? I think so. Yeah. Oh, he is. I that's not so. just an act. He quit stand up because he was having panic attacks before he went on stage. Like that's not like, that's not what you want. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, that be, yeah. That would be weird. That's a little, like, yeah. I mean, that's just not what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, now it'd be cool if you did that in the band wrote a song about your stage fright. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if you don't have that, well, not, the that thing was, is they were probably saying like, Burn him, burn him. <laughs> and he thought they were saying, burn him, burn him, burn him. He's like, fuck, man. They want to burn me? Well, because I was thinking, this I was like, fuck, he used I'm out of here. He used to crank out comedy specials. I was like, oh, I, not that I was like sitting around being like, oh, where's the next Bo Burnham comedy wait, special? I but I was wait. like, wow, there hasn't been one in a while. And yeah, I think he he just had severe panic attacks before he went on stage. Oh, that sucks. Just, which is just not what you want as a performer. Panic attacks, panic comedy, attacks like, are off. It, it, is it, It's basically uh, the same thing as Inside. Oh, okay. It's him. Like like piano, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. He exactly. does songs. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple songs I actually would like maybe listen to. <laughs> like that one that's like, uh, turn the lights up, like, all eyes on me, all eyes yeah. on me. Yeah. Like that was kind of, I could see like Steve Aoki like slipping that in to, <laughs> well to, to like, <laughs> oh, that's coming. He, yeah. Uh, yeah. My, I think my takeaway was I was like, wow, that, I don't know how many comedians could pull that off because it was like well made. Um, and the, but the only time I ever really laughed, well, I don't need a song to remind me that the internet is weird. <laughs> like I was like, ah, I got that one. I've already crossed that one off my list. Yeah. But the one where he sings and then he does like a him commentating on him singing and then him commentating on him commentating. On uh, him I was like, I can't do this. I was like, oh, that was kind of funny. But. Yeah. No, yeah, I guess it was good. I wasn't like he, cracking up like I was he, during Bill Burr's. He's special. got the, the Jeff Bezos song. I know everyone's got a problem with Jeff Bezos, but like when my fucking order of uh, unique split pretzels, my case of like unique yeah, split right. pretzels came today, I was just like, I love I I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get twelve bags of these at Whole Foods. Fucking <laughs> bring them home. Like this is great. I know, I know. I miss me on complaining about Amazon. Like, good for you. So you know who you know who else you know who uses it fucking about fifty billion people. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, look, <laughs> like it's, it's not going incre- anywhere. No, it's an incredible. It it's an incredible service. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I, you know, Bezos just weirds me out. I find it to be very odd. I mean, I get it. I get it why they're doing it, but I find it very odd that all these billionaires are rushing to get off planet Earth. It's like, what the fuck do they know that yeah. we don't? Like Bezos, Musk. Mm. Richard yeah. Branson, they're all are they flying, they're all flying <laughs> yeah, space. That's know. what I'm curious. <laughs> I'm just what I said. Like, like, what it, do they it's know? probably going to take another 500 years for us to colonize Mars oh, if we I, ever I don't, do. I don't, I don't yeah. even think we're capable. No, I don't think we are either. capable of doing that. I saw that fire and fuck it. We can't put out a fucking. We can't. <laughs> That's we what can't I, even light the fucking ocean on fire over the Fourth of July. Exactly. Like, I mean, give me a break. Oh man. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> what is that thing, by the way? It's like, it's like, it's like a fucking uh, Mordor. Uh, it's where the it's Frodo. I'm waiting for Frodo and those guys to go throw a ring into where, it. Where is it? Gulf of Mexico. And they're trying to put out a fire on water with water, but don't they realize, like, <laughs> clearly the water is yeah. like, I can't stop this thing. Yeah. Okay, I, I, what are you guys oh, doing? God. What are you, do do? What you want from me? <laughs> but then I'm, a, but then I'm literally like, I'm, then I'm also like, miss me from all the virtue signaling, like social media warriors. We're like, oh, if we can't do this, some planet, some we we don't deserve this planet. I mean, Ooh. it's the same shit as everyone running around being like, fuck the founding fathers. They were terrible people. I'm like, what do you stop? Comp- what the fuck? Are you, who cares? Mm. It's 2021. <laughs> yeah. Like, like hey, those founders, they yeah. get away with anything. Those you find something, you're, you're yeah. good. You're, you're, <laughs> I mean, because we 
all end, we're all going to the same place. It always reminds me of like I just wanted them to go, like go and watch like uh, early Sopranos when Carmelo, like whenever Carmelo, like would go to France, and they would towards like the later seasons when they just had fuck you money to make that show. Mm. So they'd be like, let's go, let's go shoot some episodes in France, um, and like Carmelo was there, but Carmelo would look at all the statues where she'd like burst into tears at the Museum of Modern Art because she'd see a painting and it'd be like because she'd be like confronted with her own mortality and her own place in it. Carmela, by the way, the, when I went back and watched Sopranos again, like, she's really annoying. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I mean, I guess it's like, sh- I get it. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> like, you have the most distant husband, <laughs> like, on the face of the earth. I was rooting for the love affair with him and the uh, uh, the, the Mercedes dealer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that went south so quick, but, like, oh, when man. it was... When they when when it was the, the when they were in the garden party stage when yeah. it was like the, the that was great. No, Carmela, that that's the thing. She holds on to that religion way too fucking hard because the guy's like, leave your husband. She's like, but it's against my religion, father. Yeah. It's like, what, what do you just fucking leave him then? You're gonna be happier with David straight there. Well, it's like your the husband in question is a fucking mass murderer. I like I just have I don't have a lot of sympathy with people that religion gets away. Literally breaks every commandment. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Everyone. I totally forgot Every about single one. Oh, yeah, Strathairn's great. Strathairn yeah, hooks up with Carmelo. But, you know, but it's funny, though. It's like if you go back oh, if you go back and like rewatch The Sopranos, like the leap from like the pilot to the series is wild. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, because the pilot. Totally, yeah, totally, totally weird. Yeah, because it the, is the, weird. No, yeah. because the pilot, like, sort of straddled. The pilot actually reminds me of, like, I remember when I first saw an advertisement for that show, I immediately went to, oh, did we just see this fucking movie with Robert De Niro and Billy Crystal? Yeah. And, yeah. and like, then I watched the pilot and I was like, oh, I knew it. I fucking knew it. Because she, she's pulling out AK-47s in the wall in one scene yeah. mm-hmm. of the pilot. You I mean, never it, saw anything like that. It again. definitely works as an but episode, but it, tonally it would it, Tonally it's all off because also it's like it takes place in the 90s or whenever it takes place and it's like, but the music's like, like, like weird 50s like doo-wop shit. It's like, is this a Bronx Oh, it's funny because is this this a modern day mafia? I listened to the director commentary with David Chase and Peter Bogdanovich when I was living in New York City oh, and had a God. lot of time on my hands. Yeah. And David Chase regrets that scene with the doo-wop. Because right. I think you know what scene you're talking about when Tony's driving past yeah. down that guy, driving that it, guy or knocks him off the road. It's just like, what is it? It should have been like, like a white water. snake or something. Yeah, right. Or something from Yo, like yeah. the, the, the time, not like, because then I was like, well, what, what, what is this? They're the modern day mafia, but why does it feel like the 50s? Mm, right. <laughs> I get it. They're playing fifties at like that diner Junior hangs out at, but yeah. like, yeah, it's true. It's like the scene where he's running this guy off the road. No, it's too. It's very like weird Scorsese rippy offy kind of stuff, mm. you know? Because Scorsese used a lot of that do whoppy whoppy stuff in stuff in, in the fifties. Yeah, yeah, but in he uses it in Mean Streets too. I mean, in the seventies, oh, yeah. there's that great scene where he's drunk. It's like bada 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 bada. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like walking around, and he's drunk. Yeah, it's like, I yeah, love that scene. Yeah, it's great. He's but they filmed the pilot of Sopranos in '97. Yeah, that's a great scene. But that show, The Sopranos became Sopranos became the Sopranos at the college episode because that's sure. when you were like oh wait this show's fucking awesome wait does Strathair know that she's Tony Soprano's husband and he's still yeah he, oh yeah yeah he tell, but there's that and now I remember that guy had forgotten that he was in it but that was like a nice little uh, I'm pretty sure he knows uh, yeah he does know because yeah. remember she's like because she <laughs> says to him she says to him like make make him make, make my son's grades better basically and then like he's suddenly like confront he's like and then he tells her he basically is like, 
you strong arm yeah. me, you strong arm me, you left me here with blue balls. balls. Yeah, he's like, yeah. You, you use the, the strongest weapon you have, your pussy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wow. What he says he, that's what he does. And then she warns him, and then it goes against all of her, like, religious, more all, mm. like, the yeah. quote-unquote religion that she's hanging on to. Mm. And then... Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then basically uh, she, like, storms out. And that's when the first time she goes, you better watch it, man. You better watch it. That show, I actually, you know, I watched that show religiously with my mom. And we had had such, like, a protracted and difficult, like, I was such a pain in the ass Dorian's going coke snorting adolescent teenager and that like we watched the Sopranos together and we were just talking about story and I was like I have like I will always love that show it's been my mom and I finally like stopped being like mom and son and we were just like pals and we would watch I would only watch it with her because anytime I watched with anybody else I'd be like oh, I'm missing the vibe I'm missing the vibe where mom, mom and I are just sitting on the couch drinking wine doing coke this. <laughs> yeah, right. my I was, like, was like you got that dealer's number get him yeah up. let's get I another just, bag I, like, I like watching TV shows, especially show like um, like The Sopranos or Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad, like these kind of high octane shows. I like watching them alone. I just don't like other people's reactions. Oh know. yeah, no, totally. I just don't like it. Or like I can watch it with somebody else, but I don't like the big group. Like, hey, we're a Mad Men night. Uh, everyone wear yeah, your fedora no, and bring no, your yeah, favorite yeah. rye whiskey. And oh god, <laughs> gonna yeah. Fucking, no, I, lose me. Yeah, no, I don't no, pass. Do it. pass. No, I mean even like like you know, Mayor of Easttown. We we would occasionally text each other like after some of the episodes, but that was about as far as I could go because mm-hmm. I would have no idea what where you guys were. But I'd be like, did you see that? Or you would be. Like, did you see that? And I'm like, holy shit! I like, can do I'm it over like, text, like yeah. a few texts here and there with with a select group of counselors. Because you just uh, you would watch Sopranos of the big group of people, and they're like, you think Tony's gonna get whacked? I'm like, the main character? <laughs> yeah, probably not. Because then the show won't be on next week. You know how I wish it ended? Is that uh, is that that someone comes in with a gun? Tony ducks and the bullet hits AJ and like blasts his brains all over like Carmelo's face and then Tony like gets a gun and like points it at, at like at like somebody else but like hits AJ again and like AJ just gets riddled with bullets. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, or he like stands up and it's like when when, when, when Willem Dafoe right, gets right. shot in platoon, <laughs> he's just. <laughs> You know, I think it's weird. I when AJ just freeze frames on him, and and it's like the credits comes up over the freeze. When AJ tries to kill himself, I think there were a lot of people that were just like, "Yeah, finally, fucking finally." He was a mo. Sink, sink. He was only good in season one because he had like that Slipknot T-shirt and like those long shorts. Yeah, I was like, like, his drip, his drip in those early seasons was outstanding. (laughs) Just like the biggest jersey piece of shit, kid. And he had like the bowl cut down the middle. He was awesome. And, and he gets his mom the Matrix DVD for <laughs> yeah. Christmas or whatever. He was awesome. And then uh, he got older. He just became such a uh, fucking wet yeah, guy. He did become like a fucking Jersey guy. The last shot of him was classic Jersey when he's when he like speeds into uh, the high school in his like brand oh, yeah. new Beamer yeah, right. and picks up his high school age girlfriend. Yeah. He's like, hey, hey, hey. I wonder if that would get by standards and practices now. Oh, because he's working as like an assistant to a production company. It's amazing the power of movies. He's like, he wants to change the world. He wants to go to Iraq. He's talking about like the environment, global oh, yeah. warming. And then as soon as Tony's like, I got a film script and you could be a PA on it. He's like, really? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, fuck all that he's shit. He's like, forget <laughs> it. No, honestly, that's like the episodes, the, the, oh, the episodes that's always stood out the best for me were the Hollywood episodes of The Sopranos. Oh, like the God, one, yeah. the one where John Favreau and Christopher are all at the, because at the Soho Grand. And like, mm-hmm. that was like, 
right around the time, like that's also like when The Sopranos came out, it's one of my all time favorite Fav's movies was made, uh, mm. and they stay at the Soho Grand. And there's that one, and then there's the one where he comes out and they stay at the Viceroy at Santa Monica, mm-hmm. where, where I found you two gentlemen oh, at the bar before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Him and Little Carmine are at yeah, the Viceroy. Yeah, no, he's That's freaking, because right. they're meeting Ben Kingsley. Yeah. And, uh, and they mugged Lauren McGraw. Doesn't, doesn't someone punch Lauren McGraw? Yeah. yeah they, Isn't yeah, it great? Yeah. She, like, I feel like she hasn't been in a movie since Humphrey Bogart was alive, and then she turns <laughs> up for Sopranos to get, like, beaten up. Yeah, get beaten. Yeah. They steal her They steal her. They steal her, her gift like, bag. Her, like, luxury gift her bag. Her yeah. luxury gift bag. I feel like they stopped doing that. Like, I remember oh, that's great. when I so no, they did stop doing that because like over the when I first got to Hollywood I would sneak into all these parties it's been night you know and I've been here long enough I get an occasional in, invite but I remember the first Elton John party I ever snuck into sorry Virginia I did sneak into it uh, before I knew you but um, they gave out like <laughs> two they gave out like two they were giving out all these gift bags I remember I took like two of them it was great they had like book Brooks brother gift, oh, gift, sure gift cards it was great they just stopped doing that Wait, it's I like just had an music. image of Nick Scud and Elton John like wrestling <laughs> and like <laughs> like just being blackout drunk and like just like totally just, like Elton John is having a conversation with like David Geffen and he would just like come running from across the party and just like slam into him and like drop him on the floor and like his his, his wig comes off. <laughs> Was he bald? <laughs> I think oh, so. I think those are all God. wigs he wears. Oh, oh man. Here comes, there comes the asteroid. Oh, yeah. Deep in, we've got deep in. Speaking of John, where does this rank as your list of John Favreau movies? Because <laughs> he's in this. Oh, he dies, though, in it. Dude, this would suck. I do like a deep impact, the family that's on the sailboat. Oh, no, that's the perfect storm, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Storm. Dude, this would suck. I gotta hand it to him. Like they say, I mean, although this happens a lot. So Deep Impact came out. Deep Impact came out the same summer as Armageddon. I mean, I think they were both just like. But I mean, they are different movies. Actually, yeah, it's not like the two Capote movies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Which tell the exact same story. Or the uh, or the Alfred Hitchcock one with it also has the same guy who played Capote. That's right. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was. I remember like the. It was like, yeah, it was the summer of like Deep Impact and Armageddon because it was right before 2000, 2000. It was right before the year 2000. It was like, right? uh, it was like 98, 97, 98. Oh, pre- oh, shit. That oil rig's about to get worse. So is Tia Leone. Down. Oh, yeah. I never understood why Tia Leone just stayed on the beach with her dad. I think she just I mean, this like, just seems like a terrible way to go. I mean, do you drown or do you get hit, she, killed by yeah, the. Yeah, it's because it's I've like seen hits like this on Kook of the Day. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're about to get fucking <laughs> leveled. In fact, I think Kook the day is put this seat on there. Oh no, wow, that's uh, that's gonna take you down, Nick. You know what it is? <laughs> that's oh, gonna no. be a oh, sudden shit. death. Oh, dude. Wow. It's, like a, it's like Muhammad Ada's view. That's gonna be a wow. <laughs> um, got him. Uh, oh, so down she goes, uh, Lady Liberty down, kook of the day. Yeah, but who <laughs> the hell is reading a fucking newspaper as New York City gets <laughs> oh, I don't like you really don't know the waves. Yeah, you're like, wave. you're like, oh, let me just get one last tidbit from page six. These wave hits are fucking great. No, you know, I buy. Deep Impact was a little was a little smaller. Like I, Armageddon was just fucking Bruckheimer, big Bruce Willis on an asteroid. This was a little. This, I'm not saying this was like an indie. Yeah, <laughs> this was definitely the indie. Oh version. yeah, the indie was, version. Uh, didn't yeah. The, yeah, this premiered at Sundance. Didn't it? <laughs> it was a midnight screening right, yeah. at uh, at Cannes. <laughs> Uh, oh, but yeah, dude, Elijah Wood with the dirt bike. He gets yeah, his, she gets Sobieski and goes up to the high ground. The problem mm. with all these movies is when you do these underwater shots, they have no bodies. And I'm always <laughs> like, Where, that, that would be just covered with dead bodies. <laughs> no, I know. It's just the sta- head of Statue of Liberty. Oh, man. How do you go to commercial? How do you, how do you go to a commercial 
during the fucking during waves, the, waves, the, the, yeah. the, yeah, the, the tsunami waves attack is deep impact. impact. That's yeah, the yeah. whole reason you watch that movie is for the <laughs> yeah, end right. sequence. Like you know, I mean, that's like cutting to like uh, Sonny pulling up to the toll booth in, in uh, Godfather and going to a fucking Pizza Hut commercial. <laughs> yeah, it really is. No, that's what the, the fuck? Yeah, no, that's yes, not cool. That's like breaking up the last sequence in in Goodfellas with a commercial. Yeah. Like when like when he like wakes up and it's, yeah, like, it's like everything. Everything's yeah. gonna be all right this morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true that I got that uh the amount of songs that are playing throughout that sequence. Oh it really God. is like like being on Coke and just like oh, it's oh, insane. Oh, yeah. no, and it's like it's like just the, it's like the drum solo in the yeah. Harry Nilsson song, like and then like call George back Harrison they, like, come back. Oh, oh yeah, it's so that great. Sound you got uh, that, Magic Bust by the Who. I mean, it's literally just like I want it, I want it. You can't have it. You got Monkey Man. Yeah, it's so good. Oh my God, that dude Scorsese had a pound of blow in that edit. Oh, easily. It's just insane, and it's like, and it's like you're complete. Yes, every time I watch, I feel drunk and high. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible, but it's so just like you're just coked up, just like oh check out this song. Now yeah. this song, like, just weave it in. Yeah, Harry Nilsson. Do you like Harry Nilsson? Yeah, <laughs> I'm a monkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know Did I tell you it wasn't crazy? Did you want to see some helicopters? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so good. Memo from Turner. Yep, it's great. Oh God, yeah, that sequence is incredible. And I, I wish I could watch that now, and I've never seen it before. I mean, because I saw it for the first time I was in eighth grade. But like now, if you you've been tracking all the music up until then, mm. and then you see 1980, you're like Scorsese's about to fucking yeah, he's about to <laughs> he's hit shuffle a- on his Spotify. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, you should yeah, per- like, perk up Robbie, on the couch. Robbie, Robbie, what do you think about this? Robbie one? was probably in the he room. Probably with him. was. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I bet he was. Yeah. But um, and then, I can, and then I, yeah, <laughs> uh, the uh, I actually was I stopped at Pans. I finally stopped at that diner um, on the way Pans. back from LAX the other uh, yesterday morning. That, that remember we drove past it the other night and I was like, oh. is that the diner from Pulp Fiction? Oh, is it good? It's good. The food's okay, but the ambiance is great. And they were playing when I was in there. They were playing the exact song that's playing. Well. Uh, when it goes up on Pesci and uh, Le- Leota and their adults for the first time, standing next to the car, waiting, watching the airport. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. It was pretty cool. At the diner. I was like, oh, See, you know cool. what we're talking about? Doo-wop music. I can, mm-hmm. they can play that at a diner in 2021. That's, oh, yeah. That fits. That works for me. For sure. I want nothing but like Little Anthony and the Imperials while I'm eating my fucking bacon <laughs> and eggs yeah. at a diner. That's all I want. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. LA's got the LA's got their diners down. Mm-hmm. I'll give it to I'll give LA that Rays, uh, that one, the one in the one in on the Washington Boulevard uh, in Venice, kind of in that Venice Marina del Rey part uh, or Mar Vista. Uh, the original, the original uh, Astro, the original Astro, uh, the original Astro Burger over in Silver Lake. I don't even know if it's still there. Uh, I think it is, yeah. Yeah, like right next to what used to be a uh, Whole Foods 360 is now. They just still any any pretense that Silver Lake was uh, on the fringe is gone because it's now a regular Whole Foods. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's Silver Lake's not on the fringe. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. That lake There's is some not. Great, um, I'll tell you, man, you know the, I'm telling you the best fu- the best fucking weirdo diners and and drive-ins and dives is basically from like. Uh, just go east like you're driving to the desert the uh like w- w- random places in pasadena Palm a Springs got some diners. there's gotta be a great diner called desert city diner 
Yeah. There better be. I mean, if, not, if, not, I know, if not, I know what I'll be doing as a side hustle when I finally leave L.A. and move out to L.A. Here's the thing, though. But I feel be, like your diner would just be Nick's. Probably. Oh, that's a yeah. great yeah, diner. It would be Nick's, but it would have to, yeah, it would be Nick's because I'd want it to double as a cocktail lounge in the evening. Yeah. In a late night. Yeah. Like, the, like have you ever been to the cork in the, out in the Van Nuys? Yeah, like a thousand years ago. Diner in the front, bar in the back, like. Bar, like, yeah, like yeah. karaoke and shit in the back. Yeah. And you know who got had a good start there? Mr. Billy Joel. <laughs> and it's the diner in Nightmare on Elm Street. No, really? I didn't yeah. know that. God, I, I got a field trip to take. Oh, the, the cork. Yeah, it's pretty right, Nice. I'll take a field trip out there tomorrow. Um, but um, it's not like, great if you're just at the cork bar. <laughs> just go and yeah. check it out. Dude, well, there is a crazy... What the hell? There is a place. There's a... The, the, the valley... I, I have been so hard on for for so long, and for some random reason, I've been out there a few times this summer. Uh, friend, a lot of friends have moved out there, have houses out there now, and there's some weird pockets that are actually quite fascinating. Some well, interesting, yeah. du- some dirty fucking lounges, mm-hmm. cocktail lounges, some real dirty ones. There's a bar out there called Carlitos Way. <laughs> I mean. But it doesn't get any more weird than that. Yeah. It's so random. It's true. But yeah, but there's another place like Nick's or something like that or Chappy Chappies. It's on a weird street. The Valley's magic. It really is. It's got a lot of magical places. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. You're like, we're we'll toasty in the I? summer. It's like if you put Ohio right next to Los Angeles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's no, basically it's there. What it is. Well, that's there. sometimes, I mean, I mean, I know Culver City has gotten really developed, uh, hyper developed, but even still, parts of Culver City, you're, mm-hmm. you're just like, I'm in like Cleveland in LA. Yeah. <laughs> but because it's near LA, it bleed, that, the, the LA vibe bleeds into it a little bit, especially that old LA vibe. Yeah, which the old LA vibe is the best. Like it's the best. By the way, the old LA vibe is like all about. That's why I like about Palm Springs and other desert cities. It's got a very old mm-hmm. California vibe to it. That's the thing, though. I just don't know what the hell because it was fucking brutal this weekend. Oh, what the, the hell heat? you do out there with the heat? With the heat. I mean, look again. I liked it. I enjoy, look. I enjoy it. Swimming in a pool. I can swim all day. My kids can swim all day. It's a lot of fun. But my question is, is like, what would I if I did? Take the plunge and convinced everybody. Let's just fucking leave the city. I can. Com- I don't. I, like zoom to work. I'm never going to go back into a writer's room. I had the like, same. Yeah. Same I thinking. was like, but I we keep bought thinking. our. My parents just put, got a house and like kids didn't bought it from a TV writer. Yeah. So there you go. Oh yeah. No, believe me. I I, I know a bun- I know uh, there's a whole. Uh, you know, oh, the Obamas own a place out there. Well, yeah. here's the thing. So, okay, so you live in LA and and so and Obama. In- what show does Obama write on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. It's got a huge overall on yeah. Netflix. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, he's just, yeah, he's he just, a he, huge he, fucking overall. He's a, he's a staffer on, uh, <laughs> on uh, Hacks. Oh, man. <laughs> Written by Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so think of this. This is kind of how I was thinking about it, because I'm just not a hot weather guy to, to be. I don't care if I'm in Palm Springs or fucking, you know, Rochester, New York. So you live here in L.A., Nick, over yeah, here. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm, <laughs> I was just checking in to see where the wave was. My eyes are here. Trying, no, not over yeah, there. Yeah. Not on Bobby Duvall no. yeah. in space. I know it's, yeah, we got Bobby, Bobby Duvall here. God, what fucking, this guy's been in space. He's in the mafia. He's been a country singer. What has Bobby Duvall, he's been an abusive Marine Corps father. <laughs> he's been a cowboy. Yeah, yeah, what is he a, not? Then there's then. the other guy. What the hell is his name? He was in um, Sleepers. He was the one boy. Ron Eldard. Ron Eldard. Oh, yeah, Ron Eldard. Yeah, you know. He loses his eyesight in this. Yeah, he's, he's about, blind. Oh, this I'm like, is, when Ron Eldard says goodbye to his uh, kid, it's pretty pretty gut wrenching. I know, but I'm like Jesus, Ron Eldard, some range. He's blind and deep impact. 
Instead of using the R word from now on, I'm just going to be like, you fucking Eldard. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're, you're Eldarded. You're Eldarded, dude. <laughs> I do. I like, I like me some Ron Eldarded. Dude, this yeah. is definitely the actor. indie version of this movie because yeah. they got Kurtwood Smith from Robocop. Like, yeah, like right, Armageddon right. tried to do that because they, they, like, they brought in like <laughs> Owen Wilson and Steve Buscemi. But by then, those guys were like, that was like when those guys were like hip, cutting edge 90s actors. Like, who's this, mm-hmm. who's this Owen Wilson character from Bottle Rocket? And then there's yeah. the weird guy with the weird weird eyes and the teeth. Steve Buscemi, it's Buscemi. Uh, you know. Armageddon got terrible reviews and that's bullshit. That movie's great. I, I don't know why that it, got the so, whole so like reviews. The whole, the whole like roughneck dudes are hilarious. I mean, because the casting of that movie was like genius. And you got Will Patton, Owen Wilson, the, the what's Michael that, Michael Clark, Clark Duncan, Duncan like yeah. Bruce Willis's crew. Everybody, great. But, everybody except, and even Ben Affleck is slightly hilarious in that movie. Yeah, he does what he's supposed to do. Uh, this is where Eldard's saying bye to his kid. It's pretty sad. Yeah, he, he can't, can't see them. He's he blind. Yeah, he's blind. He's like, I love you. I can't see. Where is he? Where's Eldard? Come on, where is he? You just see his reflection. Oh, he's he's up on his zoom. He's, <laughs> he's zooming. Got his this, is, this is zoom. In the oh, there future. he is. Eldard. He's there with Blair Underwood. Eldard's great. Yeah, Eldard is great in sleepers. Is uh, Eldard the one that's like, enjoy your dinner? Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah Kevin yeah, Bacon. Yeah. Him and yeah. Crud up. Take him. Take oh, him down. God, oh, yeah. that is one of the best scenes in that uh, that amazing song is playing. And they go, yeah. Kevin Bacon knows when he's he, Kevin Bacon knows he's gonna fucking die. And he goes sway down, swing yeah. out. Yeah, he's sure. like, oh yeah, I remember you now. You used to fucking blow me. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, yeah, you were scared, little fuck. Great. He didn't know. I mean, that's great. What a great villain. Yeah. When the great villain, and you also get it with um you also get it with uh um dennis hopper in um in true romance when you know you're gonna die yep you know you're gonna die we yep. don't need to reenact his his scene <laughs> but when yeah, you know no, you can't anymore when you know you're gonna die yeah. and you just like you just like you just go fucking down swinging so true like tia leone in the way <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah when you know you're going to die and yeah kevin bacon he's got they nailed like, and I'm sure they filmed it at an actual Hell's Kitchen pub. Yeah, they that, filmed it at uh, I forget what it's called. I've been to the bar. Uh, it's closed now. It's in Hell's Kitchen. So he's in the back room. He's eating like a shepherd's pie. When he's got, it's not a pint of beer. It's it's kind of like a half a pint. It's, it's like a pony. Like, it's like skinny and yes, it kind of goes a, out. Yes, the higher yeah, it gets. it's a classic. He's, one he's like, drinking his Budweiser out of that. I was like, man, he's definitely in a New York pub. Uh, yeah, he's gonna nail that. No, they Sloan's, used to do that. I think it. No, uh, yeah, Sloan's, I think, maybe. It's called Sloan's? I think so, yeah, it closed, but I'd been there, yeah, it's up in Hell's Kitchen. Uh, yeah, I, those, kinds kitchen. Of, those kinds of beers, they used to, they served those in those kinds of, like, those skinny glasses over at the Corner Bistro. Yeah, I think, yeah, I okay. forget, I forget whatever the house beer is there, but, like, it uh, was, McSorley's. like, McSorley's. Yeah, McSorley's yeah. for, like, three bucks. In McSorley's is disgusting It is beer. terrible beer. It's disgusting yeah, it beer. Gross. It is yeah. kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of worked at getting a bistro burger and a McSorley's. Oh, Dude, when you're just yeah. jammed it's, into it the work. corner bistro because they're not carding you and it's uh, like 11 dude. o'clock and they're like, give me a, you know. It is a good burger. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, corner bistros, that was like the classic, yo, you want to go get a beer and a burger? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get a beer and a burger. Well, it was it's all, it was also relatively affordable. I mean, if it was like yeah. the burger was like five mm-hmm. bucks and it was mm-hmm. a good, decent oh, yeah. burger. Yeah, I got you. know, I didn't go And there the bacon enough. was really like... Crinkly and wavy. <laughs> they uh, New York does a good. New York makes a good. I burger. Make a good burger. LA makes a good burger. 
Yeah, we're yeah. about to go get some at uh, Astro Burger. But you yeah. know who makes good CBD? Oh, uh, uh, Pachamama. <laughs> How's that for a segue? Yeah, um, yeah. Pachamama is multi-award winning and organically grown. I bet Kevin CBD. Bacon wishes he had some Pachamama. He could have, <laughs> just before he knew that he was going to get yeah. killed by the kids he raped at the boys' home, he just hit a fat tincture of CBD and it was just, just like... the teeny one. Yeah, you were scared, little fucks. I don't care what you fucking do. I'm on Pachamama CBD right now. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, especially because... Hypnotize me because CDD, CBD is traditionally CDD. Tra- CDD. 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 If you had yeah. some Pachamama before CBD the show, CBD is traditionally <laughs> extracted using CO2 or ethanol. Those methods expose the plant to chemicals and literally cook the plant. They literally expose the plant to the Kevin Bacon and sleep. Yeah, oh, man. No. Uh, Pachamama uses a proprietary heated air extraction method that doesn't use any chemicals and takes two seconds. Single origin, one farm, one family plants in Colorado. Or our superfood ingredients are ethically sourced from around the world. They're getting their plans from not the Kevin Bacon. No, the, no, definitely yeah. not from a good place. So if you go to PachamamaCBD.com, that's P-A-C-H-A-M-A-M-A-C-B-D.com and go to camp, type in camp 20. Wow. At checkout, camp 20, get 20% off. Did we just watch that whole fi- movie? I mean, it was almost over when you guys got here. Uh. Um, but... Yeah, I. It's hard. I don't know which one I like better. Arm, Armageddon is more action, uh, but I like Deep Impact. I think Deep Impact was just more dialed in and, and more just, character. Yeah, I think it's not so asteroid driven. Armageddon. <laughs> I don't know. It was just like a better disaster movie because yeah. the asteroid never hits Earth in Armageddon. Just one. Yeah. Right. But it's in the beginning. Yeah, we don't really it's see any. We don't see any real like, damage. That's really like I want to see that fucking wave just that's smoke true. Manhattan. Deep Impact gets fucking a lot of big big body count. Deep yeah. Huge, huge. Sure. Which is always important in the oh, 90s. Uh, oh, guy uses it. <laughs> it might be. The first one. Yeah. What is this movie? Oh, did you? There's a great Jimmy Kimmel video, actually. Um, he had. Uh, have you heard of this author, Quentin Tarantino? Oh, God. He just released a, a new a novel. New book? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> that that is just like, <laughs> what a are movie. you doing? A yeah, movie. It was, I, no, it's a novel by Quentin Tarantino. Oh, God. I was like, come on, man. Yeah. Is it, when's it, is it not enough? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so he's on Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel played this kind of fun game where he found all these obscure VHSs, and he has Quentin Tarantino put a blindfold on, and mm-hmm. he's reading the descriptions of these movies that no, I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, da 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 da, reads the description, and Quentin Tarantino's got to guess them what movie right. it is. It's f- pretty funny. And he actually. gets everyone? He doesn't get all of them. He gets one, but he actually, no, he gets two because he knows like what the original titles were. <laughs> right. It's insane. Wow. It's, uh, no, I mean, nobody really nobody knows films like Tarantino. And I actually <laughs> no, believe no. that nobody does. <laughs> no, no. And does. I think he is the ultimate. And I just saw he just bought the Vista yep. Theater. Yep. Yeah, that yeah, is And great. they're going to be playing. He's like, it's not going to be a revival house. But he's like, we're not really sure. We're just going to play movies on film. It's definitely going to be Kill Bill 1 and 2, like, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, no, I know. Definitely like I can, I'm telling you, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, right. For a four-night engagement. That's what he said. Yeah, four-night four engagement. Engagements. They will do like a Kill Bill, you know, let's do like a Kill Bill Once Upon a Time in Hollywood weekend mm-hmm. in between Black Widow 2 and, uh, you know, whatever else is coming out. And for all you True Romance fans out there, you think that they're in Detroit at going to the movie theater. Nah, they're yeah, in the Vista. They're at the Vista. Sunset that's Boulevard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that movie, they just dropped the Val, Val Kilmer... Uh, 
like a documentary called Val. Holy shit! Oh, it looks fucking great. Oh, is, it, can you watch, is it going to be in theater? Yeah. Well, it's going to be in theaters, and then it'll be on Amazon Prime on after that. But I didn't realize it's like Val Kilmer. There's like Kevin Bacon features prominently in the trailer. So like Val Kilmer had a camcorder his whole life, and so basically it's just like his camcorder chronicling oh. everything. His his uh, journey into becoming like basically yeah basically his journey to now like they you know them with that. Doesn't have a voice box anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Val, what a great name for a documentary. No, yeah. God, dude, I watched the preview today. I was like, holy shit. It was but like they dropped some tasty stuff today. That and uh, the Succession season three tri- yeah. uh, teaser. Yep. Oh wow. Did. Yeah, I uh, I saw Val Kilmer on a plane one time, and he was with his daughter, and he put her in coach, and he sat in first <laughs> class, and he only came, and she was young, she was like twelve, and he only came back once. Speaking of calling back Robert Duvall here to give his daughter the DVD of The Apostle, the Robert Duvall. <laughs> Where he plays like, by the way, The Apostle is a great film. Apostle is great. plays like a uh, minister preacher. It's incredible. And his like 12 year old daughter is just like puts The Apostle on (laughs) on her computer and then he goes back up to first class. That's incredible. Yeah. And he had this like Santa Fe jacket with these long. It was one of those ones that like Roger Daltrey (laughs) wears in Woodstock with the the, the suede things that come down off the sleeves. Oh, uh, man. Well, incredible. I mean, no, you know, look, sometimes, <laughs> listen, some, look, listen, you know, when traveling in Roach, traveling in first class, I remember uh, I knew my relationship with, uh, I was dating uh, Katie Mixon, and she was flying to North Carolina to star in the Eastbound and Down oh, pilot. Oh, yeah. And our relationship had been sort of on the rocks, and then she had a first class ticket to Charlotte, and I had to go to Hilton Head for some family-oriented stuff, and I remember she basically was like, well, have a nice flight. <laughs> I was like, uh, was it. I was like yeah, uh, you do too. And uh, she took first class, and I just remember walking that long, lonely walk down the aisle Damn. back towards the roach. Mm, and uh, I was like, that, like fu- that shit's over. It's like the end of Garden State. It really is all over. Except <laughs> nobody, she never came running back down the aisle. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Garden State does not hold up. No, it's it's not that it's bad. It's just really fucking corny. Yeah, that's what it is. I kind of liked Peter Skarsgård in that. He's great. He's great really in that good. movie. Yeah, he holds up. He's just he's Skarsgård. Yeah. That movie just lost me when they're just like, thank you for showing me the infinite abyss. Like, just yeah. fucking kill me. Just and honestly, like, just it, throw yourself into the infinite abyss it, at that point. Yeah, I could have found <laughs> like yeah, I could have found uh, I could have found out about the shins. <laughs> From like some other way, some annoying asshole that I work with at a restaurant in New York or something. I just, yeah, it is pretty. I mean, Zach Braff is a fucking. Is I, not I mean, a, it, look, it was a good. It was like, hey man, good job. Like you're on this TV show and you just went and made this movie that connected with a lot of people. He's just too braffy. He's, he's too so braffy. braffy. Also, the problem is, is like, I'll be frank, uh, and I hope he hears this. Like, he is a fucking horrible person. Like, yeah. every, I mean, like, I have had no positive interactions, and I've had a few with him uh, over my career and various things, and I'm just like. He's such a fucking fuckface. Well, so honestly, I he, no he might be the BJ Novak of the week. Like, oh yeah, he I is mean, the Novak of the week. Just an utterly hateable fucking actor. It's like, yeah, but he's also just like oh, I think like, heard I, it, I think he had a meth problem or something ooh, for a ooh, while. I mean, who knows? He, I, I mean, saw him in a, a movie one time, and he—I mean, at a movie theater, and he, oh, yeah, yeah. he looked pretty methed out. I remember that? <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
I mean, people you have to reintroduce yourself to time. Not that I'm like I'm necessarily in need of, of of being remembered. It's just like, dude, fuck you. You know who he is? You know who he is? He's the kind of he's the guy where when you you see a movie and you you see an actress and you're like, who is this fucking actress? Who is she dating? That fucking guy. <laughs> oh wait, yes, yeah, he, he dates the girl from Midsummer. Yeah, he dates the girl from Midsummer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. And you're just like, so she Come has on. bad she has bad taste in men. Yeah, and before that, who was, like, who was the other? Like, chick why can't you be dating? The cool guy from Midsummer who takes them over there. That would be cool. I'd be like, wow, that's cool because that guy seems cool. Oh, yeah, that guy seems awesome. Yeah. Or she's dating like the guy in Midsummer who's like when they're the mushrooms kicking and he's just like walking across uh, their field. He's just like, hi. Or like Robert hi. Duvall. Yeah, or if yeah. that's sweet. If, or, if or that, Sean if that, Penn. If yeah, if you're going to date an older man, like yeah. make it Robert Duvall. Or yeah, or an older Scandinavian if you're into Scandinavians, like make it Mods Mickelson. Uh, yeah. I mean, shit. Yeah. I finally got around to seeing another round. It's pretty good. It was highly enjoyable. Oh, I got to see that. It's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, it was I just, highly. I haven't travel. been in the mood to read subtitles, so I gotta. Yeah, it, it's uh, just. I'm gonna actually, wait for the version that has the English overdubs. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it just to watch watching them drink, and, yeah. uh, and especially when they listen to the meters. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> so can you watch it and kind of half pay attention? I mean, oh, there's a few things to pay attention to in the beginning a little bit. I hear you. I don't like. You reading, know what? I don't like reading. You know what? I'm gonna go home tonight. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna take some Pachamama CVD yeah, and I'm gonna listen, watch it. Listen, you got that like, on Hulu? I get, no. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. It's on the Hulu. I got Hulu. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> no, I wanted to see it because I feel like I'd seen so many memes of him dancing, and I was just, you know, it's great. I'm not even sure what. I mean, the funny thing is, I'm still not even sure what the point of the movie is yeah. in terms of like, right, right. is it like. I don't know if it tolls if I'm supposed to say like oh basically being drunk and, and like pretty much an alcoholic all the time is the best way to live your life. Mm-hmm. Or not, I'm not sure if that's, that's the point. That's basically what they're trying to say. It's they get fucking torched. Yeah. Constantly. And by the way, I like the the guy the Danish director who actually he won an Oscar <laughs> for that. And he in his speech he reminded everyone why it shouldn't have won. He's like, it's a movie about four white men just drinking. Yeah. And then and then just when you're like, all right, like maybe we shouldn't have given it to them. He dedicates it to like his dead daughters. He literally could have said anything. Like they could have pulled up like Shane Gillis tweets. Like it's kind of massive. Totally geek the whole system. No, it's true. Everyone's about ready to tear. It was the highlight of the Oscars too. It was was a good speech. Yeah. I think he might've been drunk. That's the thing. I wonder, was he doing the experiment? Oh, maybe. Was he, was he making sure that his blood alcohol level was, Point five, whatever the whatever their goal is. That's possible. I, I enjoyed it. I just loved watching those guys get drink. All the By the way, shout out to whoever invented jewels because if <laughs> if my if the amount of nicotine I took in from a from a day on one of these things, I'd be like John Cassavetes <laughs> if it was cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be my heater cap. <laughs> oh, oh man. Anyway, you can put John Cassavetes into like a, a description, yeah. or like a comparison. Is <laughs> Just perfect. throw it in. <laughs> he loved his heaters. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah he did. I mean, do those? I mean, how often do you go back and rewatch Cassavetes movies? Ne- never. Yeah, no, maybe I mean, it's, it's it's. I did go back and watch Killing of a Chinese Bookie. I think that might be his most watchable film. Mm. Um, but even that one's it's challenging. It's a challenging piece. 
It is. Um, and so is uh, so is a woman under the influence. I mean, they that all are. Very, like, I mean, he very. would screen. He would screen his movies for college. For he would get like an audience to come see the movies. And if they were laughing or like seemed interested in something, he'd go back and change it. <laughs> he, I mean, the films were crafted to right. be difficult to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it, that's why when someone's like, "I fucking love Cassavetes," I'm like, "Do you really? Do you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I just respect that he because I just, I think John Cassavetes is just a cool motherfucker. Yeah. And I love him as an actor. Mm. And uh, but him as a filmmaker, I just respect the fact that he made these films because they're you know, and he breaks all the rules and, and is very they're very challenging. But I mean, they're it's tough material. Yeah, yeah very right. tough. It's no, tough it's, tough people who say like I love Cassavetes are the same people who would be like, Oh god, I watch Irreversible at least uh, twice a year. <laughs> but, I'm like, well, uh, that's fucking uh, yeah. sure for, I mean, what I mean, you know, what do you fast forward to the beginning? Uh, yeah, the, but at least in Irreversible, yeah. there's that like head smashing so it's like I'm yeah. getting some like visceral See, kind of experience I, that, I know but, but I remember when I I literally remember when I saw that in the, I saw it in the I fucking movie the theater. theater and I was like God. I was like just I, stop it I now. was just compelled because they said people were walking out during can and because I mean then you know it's like it's walk, oh, yeah. walk out of a film during can yeah, Jesus yeah, friend, never, in front of a French audience yeah careful uh, wow. but that it was the, what was interesting about it was it was a completely polarized response it was 50% zero stars and 50% five stars and if you get past the R scene, they <laughs> the film does get that's progressively more beautiful. It, yeah, that's why I would ask them all the time. I would be mm. literally like, "So what do you just skip the club scene? Skip the <laughs> skip, the, the, skip fire. the tunnel scene? I never listen. Skip, I never I never looked at a fire extinguisher. Yeah, believe me, again. I didn't either. Like I mean, I didn't either. Um, the reverse will be fun to recut the trailer, and make it like a rom com. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wait. Could, if they I, gave it the like the, like the Salisbury Hill shining yeah, treatment, right? right. Which to this day is one of the greatest videos the internet's ever produced. The Shining trailer recut to make it seem like it's like father son, oh, like yeah, yeah, Salisbury yeah, 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 Hill. Jack's a writer. Yeah. That's one of the greatest things the internet's ever produced. That's what yeah. the internet's great for is ridiculous things like that. I wonder who made that. Is it probably some some are redoomed that like lives in like Duluth. Ebom. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's got. I'm sure he's. Doesn't I'm sure, Ebom I'm sure follow he's got Camp a, Good Boy? <laughs> they sure do. Yeah, yeah. Ebom's world. Yeah. Shout out. Nice. Shout out, Ebom. <laughs> Wow, I don't know if we've ever talked about like movies than like this much. Yeah, maybe we should just make this a movie podcast. Yeah, this is yeah, really the Hollywood episode. Yeah, the Hollywood. Well, once upon a time. They get the novel, guys. Oh, yeah, so uh, Zach Raff wins the BJ Novak Award of the Week. Congratulations, yeah. Zach. Shout out. And also, if you want to move to Palm Springs, because I was going to say, because think about it. So think about July, August, and September in LA. Like, how often are you like going out and doing shit? Because it's like fucking 95 here. 95. No, but it's so, it's nice and cool here. Again, like, I feel like the idea would be like, keep something small in the city. Hmm. Um, base maybe just base myself out in the desert. I don't know. We'll see. Because yeah. I felt that 115, and I was like, "It's you feel it, but you kind of get used to it." And I spend my summers inside anyway, so I would just wait for that nine months of teased weather. Well, I mean, when you get off the highway into Palm Springs and other desert cities, you know where your money's gone. I mean, that is the best feeling in the world. Oh yeah, that's why I kind of had that feeling. I was like, "It's 115. Fuck, I, I just love being here." Yeah. No, it's fucking great. It's Listen again, paradise. the end of the day, it's fucking great. I mean, yeah. it's beautiful. I don't. I mean. I don't see a lot of people, which I prefer. Like I, I, you know, I don't need, you know, I'm getting old. I don't, I don't, I don't need, I don't necessarily need the city life, Mm. like Palm Springs life. Like take a stroll down to Old Town La Quinta, grab a taco and a marg. 
Yep. And just chill. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, uh, yeah, we uh, went to a good restaurant, Fork and Cork. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all yeah, fucking great. It ha- I mean, it's got great restaurants. There's some, they're, they go to Shogun. Uh, there's a guy there. Uh, shout out the the fat kid on Instagram. He's hysterical. He's a hibachi chef. And if oh, you want to, wow. if you want to have a cokey night, go up to Mastro's on yeah, El Paseo. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Blazer go on the Take a bag. <laughs> Take a bag with the you. desert. Yeah. Uh, well, not knowing how much time we got left, we got about two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. That's right, folks. It's time for the Camp Goodway shout out hour. So, who are we giving Instagram shout outs to this week? All right, there we go. Woo. All right, summer's here. Yeah. Fourth of July. First yeah. shout out to the summer. We made it. Woo. All right, let's see who we got. He's got some scorching hot shout outs uh, for this week. Uh, let's see who we got here. Um, hey, shout out a new follower, uh, Kylie Nicole Makeup Artist. Hey, shout, right, out. Hey, shout, shout out. out. Welcome to camp. Welcome yeah. to camp. Uh, I think another new follower, uh, C. Searcy. Shout out. Shout out. Shout welcome out. welcome, to, welcome camp, to camp. Guys. Yeah. Uh, hey, shout out PDGA Rodman. Hey, shout, hey, shout out. out. Funny page. Hey, shout out Death by Diapers. Hey, hey shout, shout out. out. Another funny page. Yeah. Hey, they, they, might, uh, they might like some of our episodes about adult diapers. Yeah, they might right. go through the archives. <laughs> um, hey, shout out Bryant Davis. Shout, shout out. out. Maybe, or maybe it's Brian T. Davis. <laughs> yeah. Um, shout, hey, out. shout out. Yeah, you're going to get a, that's going to be a wild difference. In, uh, <laughs> hey, shout out uh, Pitter Pat. Hey, shout oh, out. Hey, shout, shout out. out. Hey, shout out Breck Denny. Hey, hey shout, shout out. out. That guy definitely skis. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Hey, shout out uh, Dirt Reynolds 615. Shout oh, out. Hey, shout, shout out. out. Dirt. Hey, shout out. Very funny page. Middle Class America. Hey, oh, shout, hey, shout out. out. Great page. Funny page. You guys should all follow. Um, hey, shout out. I've uh, been meeting... Uh, Diego VBD. Oh, shout hey, out. shout out. Shout out. Uh, that's it, guys. Thanks for supporting the page. Yeah, thanks. By the way, this film has Dylan McDermott playing a secret uh, service agent. I'm here for that. <laughs> <laughs> or Dermot Mulroney. Wait. Is it, is it no, that's Dylan, still, that's no, that's Dylan McDermott. McD, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah the McDester in Olympus Has Fallen. I got to say, Dylan McDermott. Pretty teased actor. He's great. Oh, he's yeah. great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm big fan. I've always been on board. Um, when now he started in TV. Uh, or has he always been a movie guy? He's kind of, he jumps back and forth. Right. No, you know what I think he probably was? He was probably like a New York theater actor. And they, yeah. <laughs> they're all New York theater yeah. actors, and then it's like, they get like a movie, and then they get the TV show because they're they're not a movie star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then they always will get movie work because they're good actors. Yeah, I'm here for anything Dylan McDermott related. All the he's, time. He's a cool actor. I thought, didn't he get a start? Was it Steel Magnolias? He was in, he was in one of those movies, I think. Um, mm. And it was just like, who's this guy? Yeah, very good looking guy. Very yeah, good looking. And then he was great on that. His big, I think his uh, his house in the hills was probably paid for by that show, The Practice that he was on. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, oh, yeah. He was on the practice. It was a bit. It was like a five yeah. five season run law show. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, good old fiver. You get five, you get Malibu House. Oh big yeah, time. network network, network law show. Network. Oh my yeah. god, that, and that Malibu House gets real <laughs> scummy. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the Durham Roney, I haven't seen him in something in a while. Been a mm. for, I'm sure he's in something in, though. He yeah. pops up here and there. Yeah. He's he, a little bit more of an indie guy. You're never, you're never getting rid of those two. No, no. I like them both. <laughs> I like Dermot Mulroney a good deal. They're staying power. Yeah. Like they're, yeah. they're like the cockroaches of the world. Enters the yeah. Country. He's looking yeah. at movies. Yeah. Right yeah. He's yeah. Dylan McDermott, Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, they survive a, a nuclear <laughs> attack. Cockroaches and those guys. Yes. That's oh my god, cockroaches and those guys. <laughs> yeah, oh, Co- yeah, maybe uh, pod title: cockroaches <laughs> and those guys. Oh fuck! All right. Ah. Uh.
Well, uh, Nick Scott, I'm ready for it. I'm looking forward to uh, having cameos in more of your dreams. Yeah, come on, oh, come yeah. on in, come on in. Hopefully, I'll get you next, Phil. Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, it'll be okay if you don't, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, listen, don't worry. You know, it's nothing crazy, nothing crazy. We just yeah. were in Maui, man. I, you know, we got to do some potting from Maui. That's yeah. the next journey. Hey, Hawaiian pod. I'm here for it. <laughs> when's, the last, when's the last time you had a Hawaiian punch? Um, it's, I used to mix Hawaiian punch with, uh, t- uh, vodka when I was a freshman. That was the oh, worst man. drink. Ooh. So gross. Punch. And the thing is, you can actually tough. call that a Hawaiian punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. But oh, I haven't man. had a Hawaiian punch since like 1989, I think. You That's might be able to get one at Astro Burger. Yeah, I'm trying, they might. Yeah. They might I even forget what have it some version like. of it. Well, it's good. It's kind of gross. I think, yeah, I feel like it probably is. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's Red really sugary. Yeah. But it had that little guy on it's, it. Yeah, he's got the little guy. It's got a cool it's logo. Cool. It's got <laughs> yeah. a very cool logo. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, let's go over to Astroverse and see if we can get, <laughs> yeah, we'll make that dream come true. Know. Yeah, right. tune in next week to see if Phil gets a Hawaiian punch <laughs> yeah, at uh, Astro you know, And uh, you don't need to listen to Towns Van Zandt. No, nope, uh, no. Just a quick your yeah, just, <laughs> just a friendly, weekly reminder, you do not need to listen to Towns Van Zandt. I'll talk to you next week. All right, take care.